So only she was like, "Oh yeah, by the way, the doctor told me that occasionally my heart will stop." <laughs> what? <laughs> what did she say exactly? She just said that the doctor they want her to get uh, they're taking them to a cardiologist or something because I don't know is that someone who does yeah 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 because they think her heart occasionally just stops. And I was like, "Well, hey, can you work on a will, please?" Like I'm not yeah, trying to be like that- an asshole, but like I don't. I was like, Mom, I don't want to have to deal with that legal shit. I'm very concerned. I am very, very concerned about your well-being. Don't get me wrong. But I also don't want to go through that whole bullshit if you die without a will. Do you know what I mean? So it's like... Yeah, because yeah, that shit gets fucking crazy. It's, it's like, like yeah. oh, you need power of attorney to like then write her will for her. Like, or like, it all goes to you. But like, what does she have? Like, we don't even know what she has. Now we have yeah. to find out. Like, go through all her fucking tax records and all that shit. It's like, oh, I was Jesus. like, the fact that I'm, I'm telling you to, to get a will makes me very uncomfortable because it, it puts it into, you know, reality of like, oh, she's going to die. Like, maybe not soon, but it could very be. Very soon. From, it could be. I mean, if your heart's fucking stopping occasionally... What's starting right. it back up again? Right. And anywhere like, from from now until, I mean, this is the countdown, right? <laughs> I mean, like at this point, dude. I mean, yeah. Dude, I mean, she's fifty three. She's not getting any younger. Mm-hmm. And if she's having heart problems now, I mean, it worries me. I mean, I'd like to think that she has many years left. Exactly. I'd rather her be at my funeral, <laughs> so, I <don't laughs> so I don't have to deal with it. <laughs> Uh, so Seamus let me ask you a question Um, this is actually what I I I did want to talk to you about this I don't know about on the mic because we kind of touched on it but um, we're recording anyway I just have to tinker with the sound levels but uh, I think listening to Duncan Trussell's new podcast with uh, he's interviewing the white witch of LA and I'm, I'm you have to understand right I grew up with Quakers who are the super liberalist of white people. We're just pretty much willing to accept anything, down with other people's trains of thought. You know what I mean? Like open to like, yeah, man, if that's what you believe, like tell me about it. Like I'm interested. Like could I possibly change my life? Because you know what I mean? Like they're so down with that. So I got ex- uh, exposed to a lot of, I don't know, like new age kind of ideology as a kid. That kook shit. Yeah, the kook shit. Pretty, pretty early. And I learned that it's just a language because there are the ideas that they're working with. They they were handed down like a lexicon, you know, a group of like a words that match the ideas that they're going with. And I realize now that consciousness is one of those new age words that is meant to convey an idea that I think is not well expressed by the word consciousness. And what I think I think I said this before, but I think what it really is is they're talking about like how everything fits together right like the universe has laws and those things are crazy and there's crazy like things that happen and it all seems it all has like you know the uniqueness of it it all seems like it these things behave in their own way like each thing has its own way of doing it humans do it one way birds do it another way sound waves do it one way photons do it another way you know what i mean like in that kind of but each one has its characteristics that you can identify by etc I just, my question is, are they really talking about the same thing as me? Because I would explain that as just this, like, the, you know, the fabric of the universe. You know, that's really all it is. Because my problem with calling it consciousness is that it gives it the connotation that there is, like, will, maybe, in the universe. Or, uh, 
conscious behavior in the universe. Yeah. Or something like that. I think there is that implication. And I think, um, I think that's probably like a comfort thing for a lot of people to think that they're taken care of. But you are sort of taken care of because in the grand scheme of things, uh, everything that is meant to happen is happening. In, the, in my opinion, at least, you know, it's maybe not um, as it's happening. Like we, we are in need of the idea for freedom of choice. And, and like we need to believe that because it, yeah. as for as far as we know, we are making these decisions and they feel like we're making decisions to us. But like it could all just be written. You know what I mean? If mm-hmm. every possibility that's going to happen is going to happen, then it's going to happen regardless. So like it's it's sort of how like the past, you can't really deal with the past. It's over right. the same way that it already you, happened. You, you might not be able to do the same thing with the future, but you can you can accurately set yourself up to go a certain way. Do you know what I mean? It, it's kind of. It's a it's a freedom of choice thing, I think, is what people are, are freaked out about. And when I was tripping on shrooms, man, I sort of had that realization which scared the shit out of me where I was just like, Well, all of this shit is just out of my hands and it's just it's sand and it's just spiraling. It's in a fucking vortex and everything is happening as a reaction to something else, but none of it is actually like a decision making right. process. It's all just right. like, okay. an illusion of that. I'm glad you said that because I am what I'm struggling with is do people see it that way? Do they see it as I mean they call it consciousness because to them that word seems to fit and it feels right to a lot of people, right? And what you're describing is kind of like anti-consciousness. You know what I mean? It's like nothing is actually making any decisions. We're all kind of reacting to what's around us. You know what I mean? And what's around us is really the determining factor for what we do. But it sounds like to me... But I'd say that there there could... I think it also leads uh, um, open for the possibility that uh, among all of those possibilities that could play out, there is an overarching um, guide or fucking, you know reason or you know some sort of some sort of explanation for existence itself that we don't necessarily comprehend and i guess that's kind of what they're holding out for is that at the very end there's some sort of there's some sort of oh well this is why yeah yeah and like the whole like nothing ends man like that kind of like i heard today like on that podcast today is they were saying something like she was like we were at this retreat basically and the idea was to conquer, like, the fear of death, to get over it. You know what I mean? That was the, the goal of the meeting. And she was like, well, it's kind of easy once you realize that, like, nothing ends. And she was like, you know, because when your body dies, the only thing that's left is your consciousness. And I was like, well, that doesn't make any fucking sense. It's kind of, it's kind of easy to get over it and you come up with an excuse that makes you feel better. Right. That's what, that but, was my thought. And I felt bad because I'm like, am I not – am I just being like a dickhead about this? Or no, is this just I mean, not no, making I mean, any sense? I mean I always hold out the possibility that, that that could just be what it is. It's all just a way of rationalizing around that fear because I'm not sure if you can ever really get over it. But maybe people who are enlightened have figured out a way to get over it or – I mean, there, there's the argument to be made that nothing is permanent, right? So why would death be permanent? You know what I mean? Why would anything be permanent? All right. So what I think that it's a good example, death and impermanence. I've heard that idea articulated in a lot of ways. The way that I see it is correct. Nothing is impermanent. You know, I, my the cells in my body or most of my, what I would call my body, my body weight even or whatever is foreign species other bacteria and other shit that's just growing inside my body a lot of it's helpful some of it's not you know what i mean but all of it includes it you know is me and every seven years you have entirely new cells in your body so the question is are you the same are you really made out of stuff or are you 
something else. And I think that something else is I built this car, mystifying. man. I bought this car back in 1930, and I replaced all the parts, and it's a completely different car now. That yeah, is yeah, that example. Well, that yeah, right. But it's like all the time. right. You change one part at a time. Is it the same car? It's hard to say. I mean, I think the answer is yes through time. And I think human beings are four-dimensional beings because of that. I think everyone's like, oh, you know, beings in the higher dimension. We are beings in the higher dimension. We're just experiencing ourselves through time. We already exist in the future and in the past. We're just experiencing ourselves through time. We're just on this ride. I mean, the thing that was kind of interesting to me, the thought that I've been kind of thinking about is uh, my natural state of being is not being. So uh, this whole life has just sort of been an exception to the rule. But I see, I don't understand that. My natural state is not being. It wouldn't be your natural state because you wouldn't exist anymore. That's where I get tripped up because you, I mean, not to say that like you're one of those people, but you, some of the, the I use a lot of the same language. Right. And I don't, I don't, I really don't disagree with the use of the language because language is, can only ever get so close. That's why I'm trying, I'm struggling with this because I'm trying to see if they, if the words as I am hearing them are as I'm interpreting them or if I'm kind of giving benefit of the doubt or you know not benefit I think of it's the a doubt, l- but I'm just assuming I, I'm hearing what I want to hear I think it's a little different I think it is a little different because yeah. I think a lot of the a lot of the the words are about like the whole spirituality thing I think is probably it could very well just be a way of coping with the fear of death and and the fact that yeah. we are not permanent and we're not going to be here forever and we don't know you know we are suffering in that sense because we're trying to figure out what the fuck to do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or what? Or, or we're going to die, so we're scared of that, and we're afraid of losing people, and we're afraid of all this shit. And so the whole point, I think, of what enlightenment is is just to be like, it's just sort of let go of all that shit. But I'm not, sh- I'm not certain if it's because they come to some grand realization or have some. You know, a lot of them say like, well, you just got to see it for yourself, and when you get there, you'll understand. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, right. And uh, I mean, I am, I am not there, so I can't speak to that. Right. Um, True. True. But for, you know, from where I am, I'm still in the point where I'm, you know, death. The fear of death comes and goes for me now. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know, man. It's it's. I think it's a. Uh, what bothers me, I think, is one number one mostly is the the idea of like human immortality. Like we exist somehow before and after. And if you know the way that I can interpret that in my head is. You know, your body decays, it's absorbed into the ground, you know, you become a worm, you become, or worm food, you become tree food, you know what I mean? I can understand that reincarnation in that kind of a way. Your body's absorbed and it's uh, absorbed into this ecosystem uh, and, you know, what you could say the universe because it's all connected, you know what I mean? So I get that. I I get that. I think the big, I think the big distinction is that. It's sort of the belief that they have in like Kabbalah and like a lot of other religions, uh, where they where they say like, oh, you know, don't study this shit because it'll blow your fucking mind. Is basically yeah. what they said. Then they they give you all the other god stories to sort of put it into terms that people could accept and understand the time to be like. But I think that I think a lot of the overarching ideas ideas are like this idea that um, the nothingness or the space within things, if that makes any sense, like mm-hmm. the the non-existence kind of willed itself into existence that's yeah i that and, to me is and, total shenanigans yeah but i think i think it, it's mostly just out of a, a a desperation to answer the question of why does existence exist at all um 
because I, I know it just seems sort of like a given, like, oh, we're here and it's physics and all that shit works, but like, uh, it doesn't, it's not clear to me as to, as to why something would exist at all. It's a philosophical debate. And it's sort of like, it's sort of like saying like the space, the space outside of things is, uh, experiencing itself through physical manifestation. Cause there's no way to experience nothing that nothing exists. So it's like, well, I got to learn. I- I'm kind of tired of not, or not, I don't even know how to explain it. Cause how would you ex- describe such an abstract thought? But it's sort of like, right. What's it like to be a rock? Which, I, I what's think it, it like to be a person. Right. And it's I think all it, just it's one. Like, I think it's, it's really like dreaming in a sense that the dream feels real, but it's not in the sense that that's how people, that's what's going on with people. And they're believing that their dream is real, right? They're using these words that logically kind of the syntax, they, they work logically together, but, and they, you know, and they kind of create loops and, and patterns just by the wording and the way that you interpret the words and how you use the words in that context. But I think I have a problem because, you know, why should anything exist? Well, you have to study existence to be able to um, answer that. And sure, it's a philosophical question, but... It's also a lot of other questions. There are, there's a lot of questions to existence and how it works. And if you can f- learn how it works, then you can better understand what it's there for, if that's the question you want to ask or, you know, why it, it is there. You know what I mean? I think until we get there, though, the necessity for religion, for people to make it through their day is still there. In the I'm, I'm sort of down with that, but the problem is we are pretty much there. We have the information. It's just people don't know it. But we just, I think we need to understand what, no, there's a lot of unknowns, I think, because we haven't really explored the depths of space in the way that it would it would truly answer a lot of the questions for people. Like, to, un- like, like, like to understand what came before the Big Bang, or what is the cause of the Big Bang in the first right. place, or what is matter, like what it is, why does it exist at all? You know, these are questions that I don't know how we would answer maybe we will get there at some point but i think right now those questions are they 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 feel impossible they feel like how how do we how do we figure out this thing that sort of might not even have an answer do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. yeah i that's what i really more believe i think it's really a question of ideology you know do you believe that it's more important to try and tackle the question of why is life here immediately or do you think it's more important to try and figure out in the meantime how existence works what how does this how does this all work you know what i mean we can't answer what's there before or after or or any of this really philosophical shit right that's why we it's philosophical we're arguing it because on on uh non-science grounds because science can't touch that kind of shit yet you know science doesn't have the answer literally like we don't have the answer for that kind of shit for many reasons and i think only a small part of it is because, you know, we may not have the technology to answer the, I think that's, it's a valid argument in the way that, in the, in the sense that the anything's possible argument is also a good argument for anything, anytime, you know what I mean? But if you really dig down, you know, it's like, oh man, I'm really trying to, it's like you and me sitting here and we're looking at the sun, right? And we're like, man, that fucker just moves across the sky all day and it changes position. How does it fucking know what to do? Right? How does it know to rise on this side but move a little bit over and then set on this side a little bit over to match the other side? It's, fuck, it's crazy, dude. And, you know, it's like, well, yeah, you know, I, I've heard the sun god is up there pulling the, the sun around. Then, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Like, I can kind of see that. He's pulling. It, ta- must, it takes forever. Yeah, he's really far away. You know what I mean? It's, so then that's how we come to understand it. But I think science has a better answer for that. 
And I think we need to learn what science has learned first before we try to you know go go the philosophical route for answers. I'm not sure if people can do that. And I guess my reason for saying that is, I mean, I have the most faith in humanity. I think things are getting a lot better. And this is sort of a recent change for me. I mean, even though I've been presented with that material before, there was a part where I remember like a couple of years ago, I would see people and be like, oh, you know, I just were fucked. Because I was thinking mm-hmm. about all the shit that was so grounded in our stupid bullshit as far as like, you know, we're not fucked. You know, yeah. we'll be fine. Um, but uh, I think the fear of death can be so astronomical that mm-hmm. people need something to get them through the day to even explore those other alternatives. Mm-hmm. Because I think the profundity of death, uh, it just frightens people to their core. Because I mean, it could just be a biological reaction in the sense that we are pre, uh, what is it, genetically dis- disposed disposed yeah, to, yeah. to not want to die, to stay mm-hmm. alive, to thrive. And it could just be that we are in a position to be aware of our own mortality, which has propelled us to do all these other crazy fucking things mm-hmm. in order to cope with that, which mm-hmm. it is probably, I mean, for, for, for a lot of people, yes, that is the case. You know what I mean? And, and probably most people, I mean, that's the reason you go searching for that question or that answer. Mm-hmm. Um, it's cause you asked it in the first place. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, and I think, uh, I don't know, man. It, like, I know there's a lot of scientists who are like Christians and shit like that, which is mm-hmm. always a little silly to me. Not silly. Well, I to think me, there's a compromise like, you can make at any level. And the weird thing to me, is, I think you need that compromise, though. I mean, I think most do, people do for sure. Yeah. But I think it's just the level. It's a level of compromise. It's how much are you willing to compromise? I think. What What really gets me, and it kind of seems ironic to me in a sense, or it, it kind of tickles me, that. The conversation about the universe and the beginning and the, and the meaning of all existence and everywhere and everything is so human-centered. It's so centered on, you know, well, we learned we were conscious, so now we're thinking. And what does that mean about our place in the universe? Like, I, sometimes I really want to talk. I really want to just be like, well, do you realize how insignificant we are in the universe? If you want to talk about the universe, I think you should uh, – the first thing you should do – is take all your human concepts about how the world works and try and dock them to the side just, just to try and get a fresh perspective. Then look into it, right? Look into how it all works and, and, and where you are in the universe and, you know, look at your universe address. You know, where are you in the universe? Start there. You know what I mean? Really get a, a good perspective on where you are in the universe, which is this tiny, like the beyond tiny. Right. You know yeah, and that's why un- even unimaginable. I, it just all feels like to me like it's it all feels like bullshit in a sense and it's not that these people who are who are conversing using this this lexicon it's not that they don't have good intentions and it's not even that they're not on the right track in my opinion it just seems to me like they get stuck because the the lexicon kind of provides answers that it, you, that are kind of like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I kind of see that, like answers where, I, you know, it works, right? It, you get to a functional level and then you kind of stop because you're like, well, this works. Now I can focus don't on other things. Now I can focus on the rest of my life. Right. Whether or not you were 100% or 85%, it's like, well, that, that works. So that works well enough. But I think it's worth digging into for some things. And you're, you know, to get a perspective on the universe, to find out how things actually work, I really think you should take that time and just dig in and learn how the universe works. Yeah. Learn that this is all really, it's, 
the size no, of things is, they, is crazy. So what it scale. is, man? What happened was she she went on this uh, this monologue about how at the quantum level quarks dis, uh, display and photons display conscious behavior, right? Which to me sounds like something got lost in translation. And what got I think got lost in translation is that photons exist outside of time and in the way that we're familiar with it because they don't experience time it's it's crazy it's it's hard to describe but what happens is if you you know shine a light on a wall the light that comes out it's not as if you just kind of sprayed water at it right that's not the pattern that comes out the pattern that comes out turns out uh to be governed by it's so hard to describe. It, it turns out that if you fire one photon at a time, it looks even if you do that and you know single pop, pop, it still looks like the pattern on the wall would still look like they were interfering with each other. You see what I'm saying? So if you if you shot a whole bunch of photons at the wall, you get this pattern, but it's different than a pattern of if you just like threw like water at the wall. The difference is it seems like even if you do one photon at a time, bing. It looks like they're communicating and bouncing off of each other and interfering because they don't work within time. So they they are if they're if they, well, that's that's how I understand. If they if they communicate or deal with one another at any point, yes. they're always doing it. Right. And, well, or something or something. Right. It's hard to I, I can't that, like, quite wrap my head around if, it. If we either. work that way, you would see you would see every you would see versions. It would be like a snake. You would see me walk yeah. up the stairs and walk out because I would I'd come here and then I would leave and you would see everything I did in between. So yep. it would just be a big blur, basically. Yeah, and a photon, like you know, you turn the light on and a photon's emitted, and from when that it's emitted to wherever it ends up in the universe until it's absorbed again, it it, it experience it. You know, there's no time involved for the photon mm-hmm. in the photon's view. It's instantaneously in your flashlight and. At the end of its course, well, that's essentially. I mean that's that's sort of um, an idea that I've I've kind of struggled with as well in the sense that if 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 it's all a matter of time and let's say you know whatever happens this storybook where there's a beginning and an end the big bang and the big crunch let's say for example mm-hmm. um, would that mean that reincarnation would exist but you just die and you just basically wake up like coming out of your mom's cooch you know like oh I'm here again in the sense that there is no there is no lapse of time there because time doesn't exist for you. It's like billions of years passed, billions, so much time yeah. passed, but it just you exist in this one moment. So you start, you just do the same yeah. thing over again. I I agree with, I agree with that that imagery. I just get weirded out by the wording of like, well, you wake up as if you were there to begin with. I think what happens is, you know, the universe explodes into existence. We just want to hang it crunches on. Crunches back, right? We just want to feel like we exist beyond this. But I mean, that's it's kind of ridiculous. Like your consciousness exists past your your death. I mean, maybe when we have artificial intelligence and the you but that know, won't even the, the be that, That's not the same thing. It's like it, yeah, you know, it'll just be like the way that your mind works. Yeah, like when, when they talk about away. teleportation, uh, that idea if you tell like you teleport someone and it like it takes all their molecules apart and then reassembles them somewhere else. Is that really you, or is that yeah. reassembled? Like what happens to the did this version die? That's what we're really concerned about. Did this version die? It's gonna be me, right? It's gotta still be me. Yeah, it's yeah. gotta still be it's gotta me. Be Right? Please, please, please don't kill me. Right. And that's really all it is. Um, and it, it, that, what it seems like to me is that people just get hung up on that. Even these religious people who are going after these really spiritual attainments and, and these, you know, 
they're, they're doing they're on the right track for becoming like a spiritual human being and i i totally respect it but i just feel like you know it's so easy to get caught up in um but they're but they're they're i mean uh, not to cut you off no, completely, no, but there could there could be something at the end of that that we're not aware of because we haven't gone down that path i mean the likelihood of that is is probably slim right but i'm Again, it's a faith thing where I'm like, well, I'm hoping they know something because it still scares right. me. You know Which what I mean? I think I really think that's all it comes down to in my mind. You know what I mean? And what's then to me the answer is like, if if this is all out of fear, if we could all agree on that, couldn't we find a better way? Like there is a better way. There are people who are probably the most spiritual people you've ever met who are just like, no, this is it. You know what I mean? You you wake up and you die. There's crazy shit out there. There's some supernatural shit that, you know, can't really be explained and we don't know what happened. You know, it's not really supernatural. We just don't know how to explain it yet. You know what I mean? Or, or whatever. And there's some shit that we don't understand. There's lots of shit that we don't understand. Even if there is, you know, even if there is an afterlife or something, the, I think the contemplating it beyond what we've already done is sort of useless because there is no real way to see. Cause you couldn't, if you're, if you're within this box, how can you see the circle surrounding right. the box? You know what I mean? It's right. literally impossible. Um, which is why I get bothered with like descriptions of you wake up, you know, as if there's any kind of inkling besides somebody 3000 years ago who was tripping on shrooms, trying to articulate these crazy thoughts that they were having. Right. You know, who are like, you know, when you die, you know, someone's going to look at your life and judge you and blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, maybe, maybe I mean, you don't even, maybe you don't even wake up. Maybe, maybe it's not, it's, it's not even a, it just starts again and you lose, right. you lose all your previous knowledge. Right. That's, it just starts I think, again. Sure. They're in another universe. If there are, if there are infinite universes in an infinite amount of time and if it can't happen, it will happen and it will over and over again, case, which is what I believe. In which case, it's ridiculous that we're, st- I'm, you know, it's ridiculous that like, it, it used to bother me when I had that realization because it's like, well, that means literally every bad day i've had or every you know all this all this angst mm-hmm. is just going to repeat forever because that's just what it is do you know what i mean right, there's right. no there's no way to like but then again the the, the anti argument to that is well there's a life where uh the Seamus in that universe wakes up and is a completely different person is that this universe you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's not it's not all fated to, to your future isn't is faded, I think, but you don't know it. You don't know what your future holds. Exactly, you can yeah. only that's know that's kind of what I was trying is. to say earlier. Where I yeah. talk about we need to we need to think that we have this uh, this choice, mm-hmm. this idea of choice, but it's not. It's probably not really. True. I think it's just part of the experience. Um, yeah. Well, not, not to go super far back because I, I, I we're definitely on something, but just to just to like mm-hmm. sort of share a kooky idea. I mean, I think yeah. I probably uh, I think I, I might have even expressed this to you on a, a previous podcast that we did, but. Um, the idea that uh the idea that um i always found that even with reincarnation uh a lot of the ideas were way too limited for the knowledge that we have uh, mm-hmm. especially with the immense size of the universe and the possibility of extraterrestrial life which is almost like 100% in my mind uh because of how grand things are mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure there's got to be something else out there whether or not we'll interact with them is totally uh, you know, probably not within our lifetimes. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Um, and maybe we already have and all this other mm-hmm. shit, you know. But mm-hmm. but uh, for me, I was like, well, if you, if reincarnation does exist in the traditional sense where you die and you come back as another form of life, what are the fucking odds I'm going to be a human again? Like, slim to none. The fact that people are saying like, oh, no, they can remember their past lives. Like, c- can you? Because of all the possibilities. You're not an alien like, baby right now. Like, right. you know what I mean? And just, right. And just, how come nobody remembers their their 
you know, roach-like existence on another well, planet, you know, yeah. a billion years yeah. ago. Why doesn't anyone remember that reincarnate? It's always like, oh, the Civil War. Like, I got these memories of the Civil do, do you? Oh, who is the, what? Who's the TV doctor? Is it Dr. Oz or Dr. Dr. Oz? There's Dr. Fucking Suck My Dick. There's so I many of those fucking dickheads, dude. Something that very, really disturbed me today, actually. Uh, Dr. Oz is having an upcoming episode. I think it's either, t- you know, tomorrow or whatever. And I'm not sure if he's done this before, but, um, can you see into a past life? And he has these guests. Oh on. yeah, Doctor Oz is concerning himself with whether it's whether you can medically, I guess, can science see show into- you that you know? Oh, can, can you learn from the past and it can heal you forever? Like that, he's he's a snake oil salesman. Yes, he's on TV. Yes, eat a thigh berry. What's the next product that they're gonna yeah. pay me to promote? Yeah, seriously, he's the worst. He's just like that fucking asshole. Um, the dude who would be like. Oh, uh, the, the medium guy. Somebody, somebody in this crowd. Uh, I'm hearing Mike. Mike. Uh, anybody know anybody named Mike? A- a- oh, Am- uh, Am- Amber. Amber. Mm, it begins with an A. Uh, uh, it has Angela. An M- Angela. <laughs> oh, Angela. It must be Angela. Angela. You, ma'am. Uh, Angela getting, was feeling, your, your wife, uh, a daughter, so- friend. Uh, 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 just, uh, my dog, my dog, dog. Uh, your dog. I was thinking family, close relationships. I apologize, ma'am. Um, now, when you say dog, I'm thinking. This big, this this big, the medium, medium. No, no, no. He was a big dog. He was a big dog. Oh, okay. I'm seeing. I'm on the wrong side of the scale. I'm on the wrong side of. He's a small dog. I'm on the wrong side of the scale. I see you. Your dog Angelo was a dude. I was right the whole time. He was a big dog. Just yeah, and it upsets me because people buy into that shit. Yeah, and they they base a lot of their. I think the damage occurs when people believe it, and they base a lot of their like beliefs and the way they see the world around. You know, false prophecy essentially, and what ends up happening is when things don't make sense, people get confused and they get angry and upset, and they just they're you know it doesn't make sense. Their their system's out of balance because some snake oil salesman told them if you drink this you'll get better, and they drank it and they drank it and they drank the next one he told them to drink, and they they're not getting better. In fact, they're getting worse, and other weird things are happening, and it's it's all too much to take in. It just sickens me, man. And I think science is the best bullshit detector, dude. It really is, and. While I'm, you know, I'm all about, you know, the psychedelic experience, you know, but I'm also very much about science. And I think it, they don't have to disagree. Science is more of a, it's more like a mindset or a method. It's not like a, it's, it's much less confined, I think, than people really think. And it doesn't stop you from being spiritual or tackling spiritual questions. You just tackle them in a scientific way. You're like, I don't know all the questions, but I understand how these bugs work. And so that's pretty crazy. Well, it's not even like that. It's like, you know, I understand how these bugs work, and I understand how these trees work, and I understand how I work. And it's fucking crazy how similar and out of control each one of us are for our fate. I actually, I heard an argument the other day from um, this guy, uh, I forget his name, but he, he does, he, he's dead now, but he used to do these spiritual talks and he was talking about how, um, Alan Watts, you heard of Alan Watts? I've, I think I've heard his name. I think you should listen to some of his talks because okay. they're, they're interesting. Um, but um, he was basically making the argument that a faith in a God is indicative of a lack of faith mm. um, because it's, it's sort of, uh, he's like, you don't think you're taken care of? Just simply by being here and existing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, you know, even the most fucked up shit that happens, he's just sort of like, well... um, Aren't you supposed to believe that God is going to either take care of you or not, and it was his his choice 
or your will yeah. that caused that's it why I never way. understood religious people crying at funerals because I was like well okay so you but don't didn't believe God this. want this like should right. we be celebrating in right. some kind of like respectful way he's that's in heaven I like, I like the Irish heaven. way and in New Orleans they dress him up like like pimps in colorful suits you know what I mean mm-hmm. like this like yeah this motherfucker was the best you know what I mean yeah. like let's party in his honor the Irish do it the same way let's get drunk and tell stories about this motherfucker and celebrate their life and how much of a cunt they were you know what I mean yeah and it's all fun it's all fun but in a respectful way where you're you're celebrating this person's life instead of mourning their death yeah it's just yeah. a much better way and to i think that it. i think that helps too because you know uh we do we do get hung up on these attachments of like oh they're dead now i'm gonna die next or, or you know and it's all gonna be terrible mm-hmm. and you know non-existence is oh, terrible look at everyone's suffering yeah, but non-existence I mean? isn't terrible because we've all been anything. there yeah it's just nothing it's just i don't remember what it was like before i was born a lot of shit happened, <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Well, I wasn't around, and then I was here, and I was like, "Whoa, the fuck have you guys been up to?" <laughs> yeah, right. That's how it feels. That's really how it feels. Yeah, like, whoa, you're telling me we have pretty much the same genes, same kind of mechanisms going on, and this is how you treated this life? Yeah, this is what you decided to do. Yeah, but Grandma gets uncomfortable around black people. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs>